0: here to all of you few who listen thank you for for coming back um we're not dead um we've just been really busy and when i say we i mean ben i've been sitting at home working doing
1: not much and ben's been very busy wait if we're not dead does can we add that to a word, not being dump and chase as well i'm not dump he's not chase and yeah. we're not dead exactly yeah yeah good yeah. enough yeah yeah we can go with that just for this episode we're not dead um so what in the world have you been up to um yeah i've been i've been helping out at summer camps for the past month and a week um yeah and also took a week of vacation in bc where i almost died of smoke inhalation not really but kind of felt like it um forest fires (laughs) so it could have been like i'm not
0: dump and he wasn't chase but he is dead because of smoke exactly yeah but
1: thankfully we don't yeah. have to say that because he's yeah. back i'm back and i can breathe now breathing is nice really convenient for living mm-hmm. um optional but kind of yeah. nice yeah um but yeah so i've been busy helping out at summer camps um and yeah we have no intention on stopping the podcast no nope. just um real life has to happen sometimes yep. so
0: i was gonna record a uh, a little blurb to throw up on the on on Spotify or wherever you listen to this podcast. Um, I mainly think of it as Spotify because that's where, if I ever go to search it up, that's where I look. But that's just me. Um, I was gonna put a short little little bit on there, but uh, I kind of got busy too. But uh, I just said I wasn't busy earlier, and then I said I was busy. So I wasn't as busy as How him.
1: Contradicting yourself. Yeah,
0: but uh, I wasn't as busy as as uh, Ben. So yeah, I mean we're back now. So. A lot has happened since we were last year, hey? Yep. Like, we have a Stanley Cup champion to no one's surprise being the Tampa Bay Lightning. Did we see that coming? Yep. Are we surprised? Nope. Are some of us disappointed? Probably.
1: Yeah. And that's about it for that. Um, One really quick tidbit for that. Since they got swept in 18-19 with their 62-win season... Uh,
0: right, they got swept by the Blue Jackets. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember when we all thought the Lightning were going to just be fakers? Yeah. Uh-huh. They probably They're going to be the wrong. regular season yeah. specialists. Yeah. Um. Since then, Tampa's won eight straight playoff series, never trailed in a series, never lost back-to-back playoff games en route to winning back-to-back Stanley Cup championships. Not only that, but I actually saw a video just earlier today where I believe it was Kucherov in 2018... was either I think it's two thousand eighteen during the regular that regular season. He's like he specifically said, once we get our act together, he's like we have the talent to win a Stanley Cup here. And you know what? Once we win once, we're gonna win it back to back. He wasn't wrong. He called that three years ago. (laughs) So, (laughs) honestly, kudos to him. (laughs) Good job.
0: And uh, and in the process, uh, they uh, they dented the Stanley Cup. I wonder how much that cost to fix. Too much. Um, that reminds me of a story back in the eighties. Did you ever hear about uh when the Oilers won the cup? I know that did happen, believe it or not. <laughs> um back in the 80s, um they were I think some of the players took it to a club or something and went out partying and uh they ended up getting it dented again, like just like these guys. They wrecked it somehow, but they they fixed it in Marc Messier's garage. That's funny. Did you ever hear about that?
1: I, it sounds familiar, but I don't yep. remember it. Yep. I feel like it's actually something that probably happens more often than we know about. It's yeah. just when we find out about it, it's a big deal. Because when you've got... A bunch of people that are partying as hard as they are, uh huh, and under the influence as much as they probably are, <laughs> Kucherov, <laughs> it's gonna happen. <laughs> it's 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 just gonna happen. Not not intelligent things are gonna happen, and things are breakable. So yep,
0: including Stanley Cups.
1: What the when the Stanley Cup was just like the little bowl piece back in the early 1900s, yep. um, it got left on the side of the road somewhere too. Oh really? Yeah, the, I think one, I heard about that. The times yeah. they, I, it might even be like when the Montreal Maroons won the cup or something mm. like that. They took it on the team bus and then they stopped on the side of the road, I think they yeah, they got a flat tire, and they'd been oh, keeping, yeah. they'd been keeping the, the cup in the spare tire compartment or something like that. And a they wonderful took, and, place and for it. And they took the cup out, set it on the side of the road, changed the tire, and then took off and just left the Stanley Cup on the side of the road. Imagine if somebody picked that up and was like, hmm, I wonder how much this would go on eBay. Just, it was the early 1900s, so it wouldn't have been... Pawn shop.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, what was the other story? I thought, for some reason, I thought it Someone dropped it off a cliff.
1: I don't know about that. I no. know it's been in pools. It's been a yep. lot of pools. Oh, yeah.
0: I feel like there was a professional sports trophy that was dropped off a cliff at one point in time.
1: I know the... Was it Super Bowl? Has got, take, well, the Super Bowl a, is the game. Beating. The Lombardi Trophy oh, is the... I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's called the yeah. Lombardi Trophy. Yeah. I think it took a beating this last year. So I thought, oh, I saw well, a video.
0: So Tom Brady threw it on a boat... He threw it across the boat to another player, and mm. it was caught, and it wasn't uh, okay. damaged. But it, that did make it did make the rounds on Instagram, okay. the Lombardi trophy being thrown from yacht to yacht. That did <laughs> happen. Well, but yeah, so there's that fun little rabbit trail. Um, moving on from that, since it was so long ago, I'm sure you don't want to hear us spend a whole hour talking about the Stanley Cup champions, because... You've that that's old news now. There's
1: like everything has happened since then. Good job for Montreal for not getting swept.
0: Yeah, good job, Montreal. (laughs) Also, I just want to take one moment to say that I think it was it was either the yeah, it was the mayor of Tampa Bay. It was pretty stupid. Did you hear what she said? No. She said, You don't remember this? She was saying that the Lightning should throw game four so that they could win the trophy back in Tampa.
1: I didn't know that was said. I know fans said that, but I didn't know that was actually said yeah. by somebody hiding.
0: By the mayor, I think it was. Said they should throw the game so that they could win it at home as if they had that much control over the series. Well, which they did. But anything can happen. That would be a stupid thing to do. Yeah. Anyway, just wanted to put that in there. In case you didn't know that. They did lose that, that game,
1: and they did win the cup in Tampa. But I'm not sure whether they threw it or not. <laughs> I really doubt they threw it. Yeah,
0: But yeah, that happened. Um, and since then, we've had an
1: expansion draft. So, a lot of surprises there on my end, honestly. One quick thing for the Seattle Kraken. Mm-hmm. Put your hands up if you think that um their mascot should be Davy Jones. Who? Da- oh, have you not seen Pirates of the Caribbean?
0: I've only seen one movie. I want to okay. watch more of them. Okay.
1: Uh, you'd need to see the second and third ones to know. Okay. The Kraken's in Pirates yeah. of the Caribbean. Yeah. And, um In the second and third ones. And Davy Jones is the main villain and he's the one who controls the kraken i know this now yeah yeah um i can't remember which one i watched he he has like a big squid tentacle like yeah 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 and it honestly he it's the perfect looking mascot material there's the connection to the kraken disney's well known pirates of the caribbean are well known and you could easily make davy jones a mascot and one that would be cool and not threatening to kids either yeah so I think that will be amazing. I'm sure there are millions of copyright issues with that. So, yeah, <laughs> they'd, they'd have to make something similar. But anyway, they're probably just going to make like
0: a globe or something and be like eco-friendly. Because their arena is <laughs> called the Climate Pledge Arena. Probably do something stupid like that. So, um, not to say that being all that is stupid, but that would be stupid to have a mascot like that. And that's a stupid name for an arena. Yeah. Um, the expansion draft. Why didn't they take Carey Price? I think I know that. You do?
1: because um, Price is having, um, either hip or knee surgery this year and is quite possibly out. Was that a smoke screen? It could have been, but at the same time, I feel like, um, I feel like Montreal was either confident or maybe there was even a discussion had between Ron Francis and Mark Bergevin where they knew they weren't going to take Price because. As much as people are like, oh yeah, Price is a big, contract and did have a bad year. He's still one of the best goalies in the league. Absolutely, and he he's proved not it. Not like he's thirty eight. No, so it's like, and Montreal just made the finals, and I don't think they would want to ditch him. And um, so yeah, I think they're I think that Montreal knew that they weren't gonna take Price, okay. and I think the reasoning for that was likely that um, that. It's because he was having surgery, and I doubt it's a screen because Price has so many injuries. Yeah, it's pr- probably true. Why didn't they take Gabe Lanneskog? Good question. The only reason I can think of for this was because he's a free agent, but they took other free Wasn't agents. Wasn't he an RFA? Uh, no, UFA. Oh, he was? Yeah, he's almost 30.
0: I thought he was a UFA.
1: No. Um...
0: And why didn't they take Tarasenko? He has many years left. That's my that's on his the, That's the
1: part that confused me because he just came off of an injury. He's ready to play again, and he yeah had, he played the end of last season and he played well. Yeah, and um, he's a good player. I don't like him very much because did... he's a one dimensional player, and I really don't like one dimensional players that much. I mean, but, fair. Um, who did
0: um, who did Seattle take from the Blues?
1: That's what I'm I'm looking up. Okay. Oh, um, I believe they took Vince Dunn. Vince Dunn. I
0: could double-check that for you. Not if I get there first. I'm going to get there before you do. No, no, I'm not. I'm probably not. Vince Dunn. Got there first. Ha!
1: Yeah, and then from the to Montreal Canadiens... Got NHL Canadians, Discussions
0: Instagram page and scrolled <laughs> down.
1: From the Canadians, they took Kale Fleury. So they did take a young defenseman. Okay. So that's not terrible. Right. Um, not bad. And then from Colorado... What they, they? Took? they took Jonas Dinos- Donskoy. Donskoy. Jonas Donskoy. I was gonna Which, say, how do you say that name? Depth, depth, player. A depth so, player. A really solid third liner. Okay. So not not awful, but Landis Cog probably would have been better. Kind of surprised that the Penguins didn't protect Brandon Tanev. Yeah, except they would have wanted Latang protected, they would have yeah. wanted Dumlin protected, and they would have wanted um, shoot, what's his name? they've one other good defenseman. I you can only protect 3D. If you want oh. to protect more than 3D, then you can only protect like eight players total. Oh, okay. So you can only protect four forwards ah. at, at most. Right. So um also really interesting because they um their best player they took was Jordan Everly and there were some really good players available. Okay. Mark Giordano. Everly's better at this point in his career just because <laughs> yeah, <know>. he's young. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Giordano he's washed. Yeah. Um Jordano's still good. I'm assuming you probably aren't terribly disappointed. I'm not him. terribly disappointed.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm just kind of cheesed that we didn't trade him earlier yeah. because during the twenty twenty bubble playoffs, I saw slowness, I saw uncharacteristic Mark Jordano like things that come with being older in now, the NHL. What as are a the defenseman. What are
1: the chances the Flames might have done that on purpose, knowing Seattle would take him? And because if you guys traded him, then you would have lost somebody else. Yeah. Like who? Well, it, I'm not. I can't remember who all is on your team. Whoever Maybe. else
0: was on the unprotected list, I didn't really care about. Okay. Um, I remember that. Wasn't the, like Michael Backlund on there or something? No. I don't believe he was. Okay. Um, Before we traded him, um, Sam Bennett, everyone was saying was going to be cracking. Okay. Because in Calgary, Sam Bennett was no good. Yep. Then again, we've already discussed Sam Bennett on this podcast and where you, <laughs> I stand on that. And he's going to be mentioned again briefly in a little bit. Yep, he will. Um, is there anything else you want to say about the Kraken? Um,
1: with Edmonton, just addressing any Oilers fans that might be out there. Um, I know for me, it was really, really, really tough at first seeing Larson get picked mm-hmm. because Larson was really good last year. Statistic, so you got nothing for Hall. Statistically, yeah, essentially, nothing yeah, for Hall. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Now Hall hasn't been that great, other than his Hart Trophy winning season since then either. But, right. Um, another player that's going to come up later. But mm-hmm. Larson, um, it he was one of, he was easily our best defensive defenseman, and he was one of the league's best defensive defensemen in certain ways last year too, um, because he's just that solid a guy. But um, so I was really upset at first because we didn't resign him, but I found out afterwards, um, that he actually did not want to play in Edmonton anymore because um, he... What? No. It has nothing to do with the team, even though you might like to think that. <laughs> um, it's because he likes playing with Swedes. Come to Calgary! <laughs> <laughs> um, so, he... he Him and Oscar Kleffbaum were really, really good friends. And Klef- Baum, But Kleffbaum may never play again. He may never play again. So, um, with the unsuredness behind that, he wanted to go to another team. Now, I don't know how many Swedes the Kraken actually drafted, but he did resign with them. So... Um I know that the uh the Flames they have to
0: have the highest or at least one of the highest Swedish count player. I don't you know what I'm saying. I know what you're we saying. We probably have some of the most Swedish players. Um I don't know why we like our Swedes but we do and I'm not complaining either. Yeah. What are you going
1: to search up? Most Swedes on an NHL. <laughs> yeah that works um is most Swedish players is it current though 20 as of 2020 the Buffalo Sabres had 6 as did the Leafs the Blue Jackets and then Ducks Oilers and Sharks all had 5 okay now Oilers that was a year have, ago yeah the, the Flames have added a bunch of sweets um and the Oilers have lost some of those sweets like now we've lost Larson we very likely lost Cloughbaum, we lost Joachim Nygaard those are 3 mm-hmm. big ones yeah so that's 3 of the 5 that are gone yeah um and I can't remember off the top of my head who the other 2 were
0: yeah um. Shall we move on from Seattle or no? Yeah. Yeah, okay that's... One of the big stories I wanted to talk about Marc-Andre Fleury Being traded For a pack of gum <laughs> <laughs> Basically Like no discredit to whoever I can't remember who it was That they got in return But it was a guy who's never seen NHL ice And probably never will
1: Yeah. Now two opinions Why? on this for me I don't understand why Vegas traded him. Well, I but I saw something today explaining a little bit of why, and also, on the other hand, I do understand why he was traded for so little. Why? Um, I'll start with the the first thing. Okay. The reason, um, I I don't understand why Vegas want not trade him. He just he's been your best player, the face of your franchise ever since you came into the league. He's the reason you made the final the first time. He's right. the reason that they made the conference finals this year.
0: I can understand um, either not. I can understand not wanting to keep both Laner and Flurry,
1: and I can understand how Flurry's the old one in the deal.
0: Exactly, I can understand that. So I could honestly, like, yeah, he was an incredible player, Vesna winner, but I can understand why you might want to trade him while his value's high. But they got nothing.
1: Yeah. Why? Um, I one thing Vegas did not. Um, Vegas one thing they said is they didn't trust or that has been said that they said they didn't trust his decisions in the net because he's a more of a risky goalie which I think that's kind of silly because if you he, win
0: the Vesna, you're clearly doing something right
1: Yeah um but here's Flurry here's some of his stats he's a first overall pick he wins a cup branded as a massive choke artist backs backs up in another two cup runs Deemed expendable, gets second life in Vegas, becomes playoff monster, loses job, gets job back, wins Vezna, playoff monster again, traded for literally nothing, <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and will probably be a Hall of Famer. He's one of the best goalies ever. Oh, he will be. But um, the reason he was traded for very little, and Chicago won in this deal, is um, he said that he would not play for anybody except for Pittsburgh and Vegas, because he didn't want to relocate his family. So okay. even after he was traded to Chicago, he called Chicago and said, there's no guarantees that I'm playing this year because I said, I'm only playing in Chicago or Pittsburgh. Your best bet is probably to trade me to Pittsburgh. Yeah. And I Pittsburgh he, he, probably said no. Um, Pittsburgh very likely said no, or, um, but then Fleury talked to his family and about three or four days later, he called them and he said, I'll play this season. So it's confirmed that he will play for Chicago this season, which means now Chicago yes, has is definitely one. So well, yeah. Chicago is looking pretty good. Um, now, where Vegas wins a little bit is they did gain cap space. But Yeah. Um still we, we've seen lost. a lot of cap dump trades this offseason. Oh yeah.
0: And I still think Vegas screwed up the whole flurry situation royally. Yeah. yeah. That might go down as one of the worst trades we've seen.
1: Yeah. Um and also like he found out on He
0: he literally on... found out that he got traded on Twitter. Just saying. Like, come on, Vegas, what are you doing? Tell him
1: Twitter, and of the, course, this is actually happening more and more often um with different coaches, yeah, they're, or they're or finding they're, out they're finding out they're getting traded or fired or whatever um on social media from friends actually, it just happens. I just have a, I have a bit of a story about that for later in the episode that i'll that I'll bring up with a player that um. I I actually kind kind of know personally. I'll explain that a bit a bit more later. Um, but yeah, it's the the GMS need to be a bit more intentional um about about contacting players. Yeah. Um, one thing with um Chicago getting flurry is they're gonna look pretty dang good next yeah. season. So it's considering what they were last year, because mm-hmm. Taves is coming back. Yep. Na- they now have Flurry, so they now have a starting goalie again who can potentially carry the team. Yep. Um, they got rid of Keith and Seabrook's contracts. They got rid of Keith. They got Caleb Jones, who I, I as an Oilers fan, I don't actually hate the trade. We're going to talk more about the Keith trade later. Um, about how the Oilers got absolutely fleeced. To me. Um, I, I don't hate the trade, but um, I just, yeah, I'll explain later. Yes. Um, but um, they... So they got rid of Keith's contract. They got rid of Seabrook's contract for literally nothing. And they also signed Seth Jones, who I don't care if everybody's saying that he's a terrible defenseman because the advanced stats say so. He's not a terrible defenseman. He's one of the best defensemen in the league. Yeah. So they're going to look a lot better this year than they did last year, which is kind of annoying because I don't like Chicago. (laughs) But they're, they're going to. And they got a few players that are really, really good. I don't mind
0: Chicago. Never really have. But... I mean, it's, they've made a ton of off-season moves, and we're going to see if they work. I mean, yeah, time will tell, right? Yeah. So, do you want to move on to some of these signings?
1: Yes. Free agency. Let's actually start off with Seth Jones.
0: Seth Jones, okay. <laughs> Jumping right into it. Yeah. So, what happened there? I, I can't recall. Did he get traded and signed, or had it?
1: Um, he just got signed. Oh, he just got believe, signed. Or maybe it. he got traded and signed. Um, It might um, it may have been a trade and signed. It was a trade trade and and sign. So
0: he got traded to... Oh, big trade. (laughs) It was a big trade. He got traded to the Blackhawks for... Sorry, along with the 31st overall pick. And a 2022 sixth rounder for... How do you say his name?
1: Adam Boquist. I didn't even realize that. Boquist is a good defenseman.
0: Yeah, he got traded away from the Hawks to the Jackets. Along with an 11th overall pick. Next year's first rounder. And, or sorry, yeah, next year's first rounder and this year's second rounder. That's a big trade right there. So then that was the trade. And then the signage was 8 by 9.5. 8
1: by 9.5, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think that's an overpay?
1: No. No. Uh, okay. Well, maybe a little bit. It, two years ago, three years ago, yes, it would have definitely been an overpay. Yeah. But the way players are getting paid now, yeah. the star players are just getting that much. That's a reality. Right. The rumor is Darnell Nurse is going to get an 8 by 9. Oh, my word. And um, that would if, be... if he plays like he did last year, That's he's being paid for what he's doing. So when are we going to see the
0: cap increase?
1: When the NHL signs a US TV deal, which yeah. obviously teams are counting on happening soon. <laughs> By the looks of it, yes. <laughs> um, and there has been news that its progress is being made on it. Good, But who knows? It yeah. could be two or three years. Some teams might be in a pretty big crunch until then. Toronto Maple Leafs. Edmonton Oilers. Edmonton Oilers. Um, okay, Although our cap is potentially getting better in some ways.
0: It could be, but I'm about to go through all of the signings above four million dollars AV. So I'm just gonna go through them, list who they signed to for how much, and then we'll go over some of them that we want to go into in, in a little bit more detail. So OV resigns with the um, capitals 5 by 9.5 Seth Jones signs. Uh eight by nine point five. Hall re-signs with the Bruins, four by six, Bennett resigns
1: four million four four years or four million.
0: It goes years so years and then money. Okay. So four years, six mil. Okay. That's what I mean. Yeah, sorry. I should have specified that um the first number is the year. Um Bennett signs a four by four point four. Garland signs with the Canucks to a 5 by 4.95 Buchnevich or however you say it? Buchnevich signs with the Blues 4 by 5.8 re signs an 8 by 7 Barry resigns with the Oilers 3. Point, or sorry 3 by 4.5 Hyman signs with the Oilers 7 years by 5.5 Martinez resigns 3 years 5.35 Coleman signs to the Flames, 6-year, 4.9. Freddie Anderson to the Canes, 2-by-4.5. Wenberg to the Kraken, 3-by-4.5. Granlund re-signs, 4-by-5. Goligoski to the Wild, um, 1-by-5. Bernier to the Devils, 2-by-4.125. Grubauer to the Kraken, 4.59. Dano to the Kings, 6x5.5. Verheggie resigns 3 years to an oddly specific (laughs) 4.167. Braden Point signs huge, 8.95. Getzloff resigns a 1x4.5. Hoffman to the Habs for 3 years for 4.5. And Dougie Hamilton signs a big deal with the Devils seven by nine.
1: Did um, you want to interject? One, um, one contract on there really quick that I just, I just, just thought of. That's really intriguing, but also not. I wish some teams would do this more with older players. Um, Goligoski to the Wild. Um, only one year, but signed for five million. Which at a glance, it seems like it might be a lot for a player like Goligoski. But he is actually pretty good and has just been playing in Arizona the last few years. But he's old. But he was only one year. So even if he doesn't turn out, that'll be actually that's a that's a good signing by the Wild. I like that. Okay. Um,
0: was there something else you wanted to say?
1: I also, um, well, I'll talk about that when we get to the player. Right. Okay. Player.
0: Yeah. Um, where was I? Hoffman. Oh, Dougie Hamilton to the Devils, a big deal at seven by nine. Olmark to the Bruins, four by five. Sod to the Blues, 5x4.5. Wierenski re-signs to an oddly specific, again, 6x9.583. Bertuzzi signs a 2x4.75. And the only contract on our list below 4 mil a year, and I'm pretty sure you know why I'm mentioning it, is D'Angelo to the Hurricanes, one by one <laughs> So, Ovi re-signs five years at nine point five is that the biggest contract on this list? Nope, Wierenski is nine point five eight three. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um so yeah, OV signs. Is the term too long? I don't think so. I, mean, I don't
1: think so either. Two reasons. One, man never gets hurt. Exactly And he doesn't play that dangerous a game anyway. He can do he stands there and he shoots a puck, which he could do feasibly till he's 70 <laughs> seriously like um, he stands there rips the puck on the power plant a one-timer and it works yeah and he's not gonna you don't at 40 we always say 40s old 40 really isn't that old you don't lose your strength at 40 it's like the mobility and the um and some of the durability quickness. That you lose and the you quickness lose, you lose quickness which ovi never had anyway no um, he and he's did. already durable so his his uh, his strength is his strength his, it's old man his, strength. His, his his old man physical strength. His shot. Um, he can just outmuscle a guy. Mm-hmm. And you know what? He's never been in shape really. As far as I don't I don't think I've ever seen him with a six pack. No. <laughs> I mean, he may. I've have seen early... him with a six
0: pack of beer. Yeah. <laughs> but not a six pack.
1: <laughs> so. And he may have had one earlier in his career, but I wasn't watching hockey earlier in his career, so I only know. Um, I only know Dad bought Ovi. So.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it's not like a player who's. The only reason he's any good is because
0: he's an athletic freak of nature. Yeah. Ovi's not an athletic freak of nature. And he's been incredibly good throughout his career. I don't think 5 by 95 is an overpay.
1: And what this shows is that he's going for the goal record. He's going for the goal record. At his current pace, I believe, about 40 goals a season. It was at 33 goals a season. 33 goals a season. 33, what's 33 times 5? 33... Times five. Big maths, 165. 165. Yes, we used a calculator. Noah's not that quick I'm math. not that quick at math. <laughs> I just saw the calculator. Um. And then what's Ovi's goal total now? Um. You can look that up. Ovi's goal total. Let's see. He is at... I like how I put Ovi in. The internet knew what I was talking of about. Of course. He's at 730 goals and the NHL goal record... What's Gretzky's 730, record? 730, 730, 730, and it is eight ninety four. So seven thirty. He's one hundred and sixty four away, and he'd get one hundred sixty five if he scored the same amount of goals this year, or he, if he scores at a thirty three goal pace for all five of those years, he yeah. will beat that record by one goal. Yeah. So
0: I think thirty three goals a year for Ovechkin for the rest is it'll be a bit it'll be a challenge, but I th- towards I, the end it'll I think it will be
1: doable because I think the first two or three years I think he's still going to be scoring forty to fifty. Yeah. Which means he'll only have to score 28 to 30 for the other years.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. That makes sense. But uh, I think it's it's achievable um, that he might get that record. Um, So we'll see. We'll see if that happens or not. Um, Sorry, just one minute checking here. Okay, we are still recording. I minimized the recording and I freaked out and I thought it was gone. We're still recording. (laughs) We're good. So I'm just going to go away from that before I break it um go back down here <laughs> um that was amusing to watch i'm sure it was uh not for me <laughs> um okay ovi is there anything else you want to say about him
1: no i actually you know, i don't like ovi very much but uh-huh. it's just because he's one dimensionally he is the best goal scorer of all time in my opinion yeah but he's,
0: he's the best pure goal scorer <laughs> there ever has been yeah gretzky was not a pure g- goal scorer neither was lemieux
1: no and gretzky was quite the opposite mm-hmm. he had like almost triple the amount of assists that he did goals yeah which is saying
0: something yeah um okay um oh i totally misread that i was looking at the contracts and i thought garland was signed to the canucks for five years at 9.95 a year i'm like whoa what were the canucks thinking no okay never mind
1: okay um, Garland, by the way, top five for most underrated players in the league, in my opinion. That's that's my little bit on him. I think great signing by the Canucks.
0: Not worth 9.95. <laughs> no, no, no. No,
1: but thankfully, he only signed for 4.95. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um,
0: Landeskog re-signs. He was saying earlier, right before the expansion draft, news came out that him and the Avs were not even talking about contract extension, because it the talks had happened, and they didn't go well, and they weren't talking anymore.
1: Yeah, it That's was. what I heard. It was a big surprise Seattle didn't take him because of that, yeah. which we talked about already. And then it was also a big surprise he didn't get signed somewhere else. Boston showed huge interest. I know Edmonton showed huge, huge interest. Um, I believe the Rangers showed huge interest. Um, the Leafs, I'm sure the Leafs did because the Leafs always do. Mm-hmm. But um, They show interest in every big-name player. I, I believe Buffalo actually tried to make a push, and then they probably just realized, <laughs> wait, we suck. Wait, Nobody we're likes Buffalo. Us. We and can't do it. Now people like Buffalo even less for a reason that we'll talk about uh, later. Jack yeah. Eichel, yeah, and surgery. Um, yeah, but yeah, eight years, seven million. That's it's good. It's an it, yeah, it's, 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 it's what he's fine. worth. It's, it's what, what he's worth. It, yeah, it's fine. Um, actually, yeah, he's he's a good player. I'm gonna add somebody in here who was re-signed before um, free agency. Before free agency. That's why I didn't put it down then. Um, but. Nugent Hopkins, Landis Gog always made you make me think of Hopkins because Landis Gog was second in Nugent Hopkins' draft. So they're often compared to each other, and they're very, very, very similar players. They are similar players. Um, like, ne- next to identical. Hopkins is a bit more defensive uh, and intelligent, and Landis Gog is more physical and offensive, just by a little bit. Um, but Hopkins resigned. He, he He was coming off a six eight by six that he signed um early in his career so this is only like his second contract he's ever signed and signed
0: an eight year 5.125
1: which is a huge steal for edmonton
0: you're just gonna say that
1: no he came off a six million dollar contract that he signed before players were getting paid eight million dollars for scoring 20 okay
0: it's a steal i don't know if it's a huge steal
1: um Look now, look at his stats. Look at his career stats. Are they okay? Are they on yeah, it? I will.
0: Um, no, they're not on that website. I have to go to a different one. Okay, two hockey websites I pretty much use Cap Friendly and HockeyDB. I wish it was a paid product placement, but it's not.
1: <laughs>
0: um, any of this that I mention is not a paid product placement because nobody knows about us except for you few people. And thank mm-hmm. you for listening. Um, alrighty, looking at his stats 35 points last season. 61 points before, 69 points before, 48, 43, 34. Yeah, okay, we get the point.
1: Look look at the last two seasons and look at the games played.
0: Games played 52 uh, points, or 52 games, sorry, um, 35 points, 65 games the previous season, 61 points. So last season, or sorry, not this last season, but the season before he was almost a point per game player, and this last season he wasn't.
1: Um, and he, but 35 and 52 is still a solid second line player, like a solid. Oh, second of course. Line
0: absolutely. Um,
1: so, and second line players nowadays for just for scoring, um, at that goal, pay, 30, 35 isn't a lot of points, but he only played 52 games. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that point pace, that, that money that that's generally north of seven or eight drys got paid 8 million a year before he was putting up those numbers. Mm -hmm. Um, And Hopkins is not being paid for his offense. He's being, he gets paid his offense. is extra. It's his defense. And I will never stop saying that about Hopkins and people will never probably start listening to me and believing me about it. But he is arguably, as far as I am concerned, a top five defensive forward in the NHL because he does not make a mistake. There, That's possible. Are co- there are coaches that say that. Coaches from other teams say that. Co- coaches that come into Edmonton say that. When when um, came to Edmonton, the first his first presser that he had, he talked about Hopkins, and he's like, "I had this guy for World Cup of Hockey mm-hmm. when I coached the team there, and he literally does not make mistakes." Yeah, he's like, "You don't notice watching the game because you only notice the mistakes or the highlight reel." Mm-hmm. But he's like, "We watch, we study, and we watch." Oh, the, for sure. The, the clip and it's like he literally does not make a mistake it's like one mistake every four or five games yeah um so a player like that a player made up of players like hopkins would be the one of the you most unstoppable. A player
0: made up of players a, a
1: team made up of players like okay. hopkins well, where are would you going with this one of the most unstoppable teams in the nhl well of course um which is why i say five million for eight years yeah eight yeah. years the term might be a little bit long it is long. Um, it takes him to 36, though. And he's not terrible. He doesn't play a super physical game, so he's less likely to get hurt. He's not overly durable, so we may end up regretting 5 million by the time he's 33, mm-hmm. 34. Um, yep. But he's still going to be... He doesn't play a super physical, dangerous game either. So, yeah. I, I love it. Money's right
0: terms, too, long, We, we my opinion. We
1: paid him a million less than he was already making, and he's produced way more than we ever oh, for expected sure, yeah. from him when we paid him the As six. long
0: as this last season isn't a a sign of things
1: to come for him. What do you mean this last season?
0: The drop in production.
1: Oh, it wasn't a drop in production really though. He went from almost a point per game to not that year was the year. He was almost point per game was the year that him dry sadly Yamamoto were all together. Oh, okay. So that was inflated a little bit.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Yeah. Um, Tyson Berry, we're going to get right on to him after our break. Sorry to get you like that, but I'm (laughs) going to, um, we're now at 36 ish minutes in our show. So we're going to go on to a break, and we'll be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the Dump and Chase podcast. Uh, we're back from break now, um, and we are going to discuss, <coughs> as I mentioned before, the Tyson Berry re-signing. Three years, 4.5, if I'm reading that correctly. And 37 riots around Edmonton
1: yep <laughs> not that's actually, right, but <laughs> basically
0: um is it an overpay?
1: No, yeah, no, yeah, no. We're gonna make you do the same thing as Hopkins. look up Barry's career stats. okay, but he's a defenseman. Well, Seth Jones making nine point five yeah, but he's also Seth Jones. okay, let's look Tyson Barry career not earning stats. let's see. Hockey DB, good old hockey DB. Wouldn't that be nice if we got a paid? If we did get a paid yeah. promotion for hockey DB. He let's see. As a defenseman, after he after the lockout year, fifty three points, forty nine points, thirty eight points. So that was a down. What year. do you mean lockout year? The that right here. Oh, that one, yeah. So that was near the beginning of his career. Yeah. Um. So 53 and 80, that's pretty dang good for a defenseman. 49 and, 80 and 78, which about just as good. 38 and 74, that's average. It's It was down for him. And then 57 and 59. 57 and 68 games, 59 and 78 games. And then his year with the Leafs was a down year, which is why we got him for so cheap. And then last year, 48 points in 56 games. Mm-hmm. That's nearing point a game in... Um, As a defenseman, right? He's brutal defensively. Oh yeah, he is. But how much money does Eric Carlson make? He's not brutal defensively. Oh, Eric Carlson's terrible defensively. Not as bad as Barry. Maybe not as bad, but Eric Carlson does not get paid to play defense. Yeah. Neither does Brent Burns. Brent Burns used to be a forward.
0: Yeah, I don't know if I like this signing. I mean, yeah, okay, fine. I'm not sure that I like, um offensive defenseman. I never have.
1: I'm not a huge, huge so that's fan why, of him either,
0: but... That's why I'm not liking this signing of Barry. I mean, I'm loving it as a Flames fan.
1: <laughs> it's great
0: to see. I'm happy about it. But, what else are you looking up there about I'm
1: him? I'm looking to see...
0: He was in a film with Justin Bieber. What? Where? The bottom filmography. He's on, Wikib- he's on Tyson Barry's Wikipedia, and I see that in the year 2020, he was in... Uh, he was a guest appearance in something called Justin Bieber,
1: Seasons... Wow, that cool. was only a year ago. Yeah. Ah, that would have been when he was on the Leafs. That makes sense. Oh yeah, okay. That makes <laughs> sense. He wasn't acting. He was just okay. in case you guys know Tyson, uh, Justin Bieber is massive massive Leafs fan. Yeah. But um I was just looking to see how many All-Star games he's see How them. many All-Star games? Um zero? No, he's been in All-Star games. <laughs> um
0: I Yeah, I don't where. know how many times an All-Star. Um
1: but he yeah he he's there were people thinking he was gonna get like six or seven million so Mm, um yeah which some seasons he's had he's been he would have been able to get that much and but because of his defense lack of defensive play he's only getting 4.5 that that's pretty much what well adam Larson's getting paid
0: if you like that style of player then knock yourself out with that kind of deal i don't like that kind of player Whatever.
1: But most likely if, if you were making him you just would avoid that type of player altogether. Yeah. You, you, would. ju- you wouldn't even give him a cheap contract, you just avoid him. But yep. for some if you're looking for an offensive defenseman, and another thing, he's a right handed defenseman. Right. Um, I believe. Don't quote me on that, I think. <laughs> um if it's he is. Etched in um, stone now. Yeah. Um <laughs> so if that's the type of player you want, he that he is a perfect fit for that type yeah. of player. He is an offensive defenseman. He's a but true a blue a huge offensive liability defensively. Defense and life. a true blue power play quarterback which we need if Clefbaum's not going to come back. Yeah, Because Clefbaum was our power play quarterback. So mm-hmm. um, so yeah. yeah, if we need him, that's about what he's worth. Oh, there you go. And we probably do need him even I'm though we don't happy. like him.
0: Um, yeah. okay. Uh, Zach
1: Hyman the to the Oilers. Thing. 7 by 5.5. 5. We agree Ter- on this one.
0: Price is good, terms too long. Yeah. end of
1: story Zach Hyman amazing amazing player I'm super super stoked to see him he'll probably play with McDavid um and yeah 5.5 that's what he's worth he's good at that 7 million a bit long seeing as he's a physical power forward who gets in people's way what are we playing
0: basketball now yeah (laughs) power forward it's a position in basketball it is a
1: position in basketball but also a very common term in hockey yeah I know Um, (laughs) um But, yeah, seven years, that takes him to 36, I believe, same as the Hopkins contract. Yeah. And you do risk the last few years there for a power forward being pretty crappy. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, the reasoning for it does make sense. If he was willing to take less term, but then the money per year would have gone up. He pretty much wanted like 5.5. That would be 35 plus 3. It would be 38.5 million total yeah. and that's about the ballpark money he wanted over the span of his contract and he was willing to take less years but then he wanted the AAV to go up yeah so if we wanted a four-year contract we wouldn't pay him eight million yeah and we were not willing to pay him as much as dry sidle. <laughs> no <laughs> yeah I mean fair So um we what we actually wanted to get eight years the goal was to actually try to trade for do a trade and sign and get eight years and I believe it was going to be around 4.5 if we got him for eight years okay um, yeah but
0: Yeah I mean Good for you guys It's gonna end up Being a bad contract By the end of it People are saying It has a Lucic type beat Contract to it It does kind of have Those It vibes. does hopefully,
1: hopefully it turns out Better And
0: yes. hopefully it turns out Better for you guys As a Flames fan I'm liking this deal <laughs> Um, Speaking of being A Flames fan Coleman to the Flames Four by- Wait I didn't even ask Were you done with the Zach Hyman Was um, that it Done done with that deal or did you have anything else you wanted to add
1: i think there was something but i forget so okay well if if, if it
0: comes to you later just bring it up um coleman to the flames six years (laughs) 4.5 all i'm gonna say about this contract is it's a band-aid on a bullet hole yeah okay it's a good deal good player i'm gonna enjoy seeing him there it's a good contract good player But it's not fixing our situation. Our situation is being stuck in mediocrity for years to come. Never bad enough to get a good draft pick. Never good enough to do anything in the
1: playoffs. What was that post that I sent you the other day? The Flames fan cycle? Yes. If you look that up while I rant. Um, I can do that. I like listening to rants.
0: Yeah, it's a good contract. I'm not ranting about the player or the contract. I'm just ranting about why did we do that when... All we have right now is a group of players that clearly need to be blown up. Everything needs to be switched because whatever we're doing is putting us in permanent mediocrity. And we're going to be stuck there. Johnny Gaudreau's career is going to be ruined. We need to ship him out. Sean Monahan. Okay, I'd keep Gaudreau over Monahan. Monahan. I wouldn't. I'm
1: not the way around. I like Monahan better. I don't. But I'm also a two-way player sucker I'm what? a sucker for two-way players what so. is
0: Monaghan he's useless he's a two-way
1: player he's similar to Hopkins in some ways Monahan, eh. that's why you don't like Hopkins because I always tell you he's similar to Monahan. <laughs> <laughs> okay here's my
0: thing with Monahan. he's he's not great at anything he's just solid solidly average and I'm not okay with that we need to get rid of him we need to ship him out for something and you found the flow chart.
1: Yes. Now, if you're a Flames fan, you'll probably find truth in here and you'll also hate me. Um <laughs> Now, I'm going to start where you guys are in this cycle. I don't think that's where we are actually. Okay, according to this thing, this is where you where you is this do you think where you, where you are?
0: Um No, I'm I'm right now in between those two right okay. there.
1: Okay. Um Well, I'll start where this thing thinks you are, and then you can make your own judgments. Yeah. Convince yourself that the team didn't actually... Oh, actually, that's a bad... Let's start here. Realization that the team isn't going anywhere. Leading to another failure of a season. Leading to demand big changes as clearly things aren't working. Leading to no big changes come. Leading to convince yourself that the team didn't actually need those big changes and management knows best. Leading back to realization that the team isn't going anywhere again. Okay, I'm never at the realizing management knows best. I'm not there. I am sometimes because I do think Trey Living is one of the best. Oh yeah, managers he in the is. League.
0: But right now, I'm currently sitting at demanding big changes. I've, I'm there through the whole season. I don't leave demanding big changes. That's where I stay.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, we do have a crappy season. Like we have a very average season. I mean, aside from the 18-19 season where we finished second in the league, only behind the the record-setting Tampa Bay Lightning, only to win one playoff game.
1: But better than the Lightning. Better than the Lightning, because they got swept. (laughs) Um,
0: That's what I said that season. Whenever anyone bugged me about the Flames losing, I just said, you know what? We won one more playoff game than the Tampa Bay Lightning, who set a record. So that's
1: all I have to say. There's my little rant. That's enough with that. I think Coleman is going to be... A fan favorite in Calgary. He was, of all the free agents, he was the one I wanted the most on the Oilers. He's, I don't know why, he's just like one of my favorite players. He's just, I, I, I love him. And there you go. He's really complete. and I think he'll be a fan favorite in Calgary. May not fix the problem, but I don't think you'll regret having him either. Again, Band-Aid on a bullet hole. Yeah. Are Band-Aids good? Yeah, they are. Are bullet holes
0: good? No. <laughs> and do you use a Band-Aid to fix a bullet hole? No. That's where we are. Not gonna rant anymore about that. Moving on to Freddie Anderson to the Canes. Anything um, you wanted to say about this one?
1: I I kind of want to mix in the last, or do we want actually let's talk about this one after because we probably want to talk about this one last. Okay. Um. um and I want to say something about the Canes after.
0: Okay. Getzlaff resigns one year, four point five. Fine. Okay. Sure. That's all I have to say. Yeah.
1: It's a bit of a I don't a have any strong opinions because I mean, maybe it's a little too much, but um no, one year at four point kind of like the Golagoski situation. Yeah. You know what? He's been there forever and yeah. um it's only a year. They're not competing anyway. They're just keeping a player around. Actually, while well, I'm talking about this, you wanna look up Patrick Marlowe and see if he's signed anywhere yet? Okay, sure. Um, I'm kinda curious. Um but with Gets there was a lot of talk that he wouldn't be with Anaheim, that he was gonna go somewhere else. The rumour was no, he's that he's still a UFA. He is UFA still? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um I hope he goes back to the Sharks because the Sharks aren't going anywhere anyway. He may as well keep the guy around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but there was a lot of talk that gets off would go to Edmonton. Because um Edmonton he has a home in Edmonton. He's he does? from I believe so, yeah. He has Is he from Edmonton? He's from Canada. I don't know if he's from Edmonton. Um, but he also knows Ken Holland from Olympic hockey and he has friends in Edmonton too. If you're not. So there was, it was either Edmonton, it was Edmonton or get Edmonton or Anaheim forgets that. Right. And there were like percentage charts out there and it was like a 52% chance he was going to go to Anaheim, a, um, a 47% chance it would go to, he would go to Edmonton, like a 1% chance somewhere else. Yeah. So it was literally just a toss up and he, he chose Anaheim, which makes sense. Would he have been nice in Edmonton? Yes, he didn't come here. We got Derek Ryan instead for a third line centerman, right? So, or a third or a fourth, third or right. fourth, depending on how Ryan McLeod turns out.
0: But, I have a question: Why would you have a house in Edmonton if you're not from Edmonton and if you're not playing for the Oilers? Why
1: Edmonton? Um, if he has friends or family here, he's if he's from Canada. If you're from Canada, you have a different appreciation, even if it's just cold and prairies. Uh, I I love Alberta.
0: Oh, I so mean, do I. But I'm saying like at least pick Calgary, like the better city. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, sports aside, the city We, we both live in the Cal-
1: Calgary area Calgary within area, within yeah hour. But the actual city itself You gotta admit, Calgary's a nicer city I don't know Edmonton well not. I will say, don't ever drive in Edmonton If you could help it, it sucks <laughs> <laughs> Driving in Edmonton sucks I, got, I was in Edmonton for a hockey camp That was the first camp that I was helping at this summer I drive in and I see an exit And there's like three exit lanes Three different exits, back to back to back, all using the same lanes. And I was like, what is this? And then my Google Maps is like, take the right, left, middle lane and stay in the left lane and keep right to go onto this road while staying in the middle lane on the right-hand side. It was something like that. And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) You said what now? (laughs) I mean, that was – it made a bit more sense than that because I can't remember exactly what it was saying. But it made absolutely no sense. And, yeah, Calgary roads are whack. Yeah, really, Calgary's really. a little bit. Not better. Calgary, sorry, Edmonton. Edmonton roads are whack. Calgary roads are pretty simple. Yeah, they are. Yeah, <laughs> um, But as far as the city's concerned, I don't know enough about the, the city of Edmonton. Yeah. I know I like the Oilers because my dad grew up in Edmonton, so yeah. I grew up in, o- uh, in Edmonton area, so I grew yeah. up an Oilers fan.
0: Well, there's yeah. our diversion from hockey for the yep. moment.
1: <laughs> Talking about roads. Yes, and
0: roads. And different forms of traffic control. <laughs> there you go. And Google. And Google. Okay. <laughs> um... What 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 did you want to talk about next? Which um, contract?
1: Okay, um canes. The yep. canes making moves. Oh yeah. And I'm kinda gonna They kinda have to merge in another couple things into this. Um whoop, whoop. excuse my pause. Yeah. I don't know how technology works. That's expecting too much of me. Okay. Um so, Canes apparently think that they are a a playoffs team now, or Canes? And, and, a, and a contender now. Which I agree. I agree um, they are, especially with Rod Brindamore being their coach. Yep. Um, they went out and they first they traded Alex Djokovic, which I forgot about, and I don't actually remember what it was for. They got, basically nothing. Are you serious?
0: Oh no, I can't remember now. I'm gonna have to look this one up. There you I'll, go, that first article. Click on that. Sorry? They went to Detroit, but what did they get back for for him? They got... Third round pick. Third round pick
1: and pending unrestricted free agent goalie Jonathan Bernier, which I don't believe they re-signed. Okay, good. You
0: got a third rounder for a Calder Djokovic.
1: So that's not... Ex- he was called trophy finalist, and he actually like carried them to the playoffs. Yeah. So that's a bit strange. That was a bit of a. It dumb must have move. been Bernie, but Bernier must have been like, oh actually no, I'm not coming here. And they were like, Are you serious? Or yeah. It must have been something like I think where did Bernier go? My little my little rabbit trail. Jonathan Bernier Long went Bernier. to the Devils. We're not gonna Did he go to there? Yep. Okay, there you go. He knows what he's talking about. Um so yeah It's because I literally saw it on the page when you
0: searched oh. it up. <laughs> yeah, he went to the Devils.
1: <laughs> okay. Um so yeah, they got a third rounder. Um, but by trading Nito Djokovic and they let Reimer go to free agency, they had two goaltending um, spots open. Yes. And while the Nito Djokovic trade may not have made sense, they maybe should have got more, He did need to go in order for them to do what they did. They well, sent Freddie sure. Anderson, two years, yep. $4.5 million. Uh-huh. Steal. Yep. He's like an $8 million goalie. Yeah, <laughs> seven. Eight. Okay. Fine. There isn't that big a difference between seven and eight. That's no. not worth arguing about. No, it's not. <laughs> we like to argue about petty
0: things. No, he's worth seven point five. No, he's 7. worth seven point eight six three nine. That was almost as specific as one of their contracts, like <laughs> Which Wierenski the... six 9, or sorry nine point five eight three. Or
1: Verhage's four point one six seven. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Very obscure, but. Yeah, it's well, I bet you I know what that's for. What? Tax laws. Yeah, probably is. That's probably what yeah. that's for. <laughs> to go just under the bracket yeah, just or under something. the That's it just yeah. dawned on
0: me. It's definitely taxed <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
1: Um But yeah, Anderson gets a lot of flack because of what happened in Toronto. And like he's always hurt and he's not that good anyway. It's like, well, no wonder he lets in five goals a game. You'll make him face eighty seven shots a game. That's a massive exaggeration. No, defense sorry Leafs fans you aren't getting out of this without any 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 bugging of your team I think every single uh,
0: <laughs> episode of our podcast must feature some leaf slander Yep, yeah. and i
1: think this is the only leaf slander there's going to be but the yeah. important thing is is there is it leafs existed slander. it happened yeah. um so yeah leafs don't have defense therefore anderson got a lot of shots leafs don't have backup goalie until this year therefore anderson gets hurt all the time because he otherwise he's playing 65 games or 70 games a season what so why would that happen <laughs> So it's like, no wonder Anderson underperforms when he's hurt, and no wonder he faces so many shots and lets in four goals a game. Sounds like a 2017 Cam Talbot. Yeah. Except Talbot actually performed the whole time somehow. Sorry, I meant like 28, it, like after. Right after. Right yeah, after When he was his, exhausted, and yeah, then he exactly. disappeared. And he hasn't come to form until this season again. Exactly. Because he... It, it literally took him three seasons to recover. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, now that he's like 35. Um... But yeah, two years four point five, amazing. Then they signed anti ranta, arguably another starting goalie for two years two million. They now have two starting goalies that they're paying six point five. That's the same amount of money the Oilers are paying for Koskinen and Smith. I think it's <laughs> I think it's actually five hundred K more. I I think Koskinen is just four million. They're paying but two
0: starters the same amount that you're paying two backups.
1: Two friend uh, a backup and a fringe starter. Okay, fair. Smith is starting starter skill. Just he, yeah. realistically he can't maintain it without getting hurt. Koskinen's a back. Koskinen's a back. That's
0: what yeah. I said right from the start yeah. when you guys signed that deal.
1: Yeah, he's. You remember
0: that when I was telling you that he's a backup. I do. And there, and
1: there, there, said, have no. t- there have been no. There have been It hasn't been as awful as it could have been. He could have been an NHL starting goalie. Yep. And true. So he's at least been an NHL caliber goalie. He's just not one that should be starting very often.
0: Or one that's getting three-point whatever he's getting for year. He's getting four Oh, plus. he's getting... I think okay. he's getting
1: four even. Okay. Um, but, yeah, they're paying essentially the same amount for their goalies. And if it doesn't turn out for whatever reason, I don't see this not turning out. It's only two years for both of them. Yeah. So, um, Keynes, going to be contenders already just with that goalie duo. Arguably the best one, in my opinion, in the league. Mm-hmm. Ranta's a starter on his own. Anderson's a top five goalie in the league. So... Yep. And now Anderson can get a break because they have Ranta.
0: That's no doubt going to improve their team a lot. And then they went for a gamble that could pay off in dividends
1: or could crash and burn. Especially considering another transaction we'll talk about right after. I'm not sure if we're talking about the same one. Um, are you talking about this one? Yes. Yes. And okay. And the risk of this is intensified by this trade.
0: Ah, yes, it is. That makes sense now that what you're saying.
1: Yeah, I haven't talked to you about that part yet. Right. So.
0: D'Angelo signing with the Canes to a one-by-one.
1: One. <coughs> That's the right amount of money That's in That's the term. right amount of – yes, that is. It's what D'Angelo deserves, even it's though a, he's a good good skill player.
0: It's a, what, fifth chance in the league now? I don't, I don't for know. For him?
1: He, he started off, and then he, he was a good prospect, and then he got sent down, didn't get a chance for a few years. Got a chance last year or two years ago?
0: Two years ago.
1: Two years ago, performed amazing. Mm-hmm. Very good offensive defenseman um, for the Rangers, and then last year controversies. Controversies.
0: So, if he can keep his act straight, this is gonna be this is gonna prove to be a great one year deal. This is a one year proof that you're not a total piece of crap deal. I think, and then
1: he'll turn into an amazing piece of the Carolina Hurricanes in the future, if that happens. That's one scenario. The other scenario is, oh look, he's a piece of crap. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh well
0: good thing we only sent him to a one by one. Now good. and
1: he'll never play in the
0: league again. Exactly. He'll never play in the league again if, if he if, screws this up. Yeah. This is so, his last chance. I'm the only thing that I don't like about this contract is I'm mad the Flames didn't do it. <laughs> Cause I don't like I said, I don't like offensive defensemen, but at that deal, why not? <laughs> why not try? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that that's what I have to say about that. Yeah. Do you have anything else to say um, about
1: our good buddy Tony? Um, with that, because racism was what all that was surra- that country no, surrounded. No, yes
0: and no. It was that, and it was him fighting with teammates. Yes, but it blaming was... the goalie and punching him or something. And... It,
1: but there was ra- it was racism with that. Oh, was it, it? Was he was racist comments to the goalie Oh okay. who was making mistakes as well as Keandre Miller, a- okay. a- another teammate. So See, was, I never
0: looked into this D'Angelo yeah, stuff too it, much.
1: It was a mixture between mistreating teammates and racism within the room, and mm. b- both, both separately and both together at right. the same time. So just not not a good situation. Not no. treating his team teammates well or other people well in general. No. Now, the Canes get him, and I can't remember which of these happened first. But then they also traded for Ethan Bear mm-hmm. from Edmonton for which. Warn somebody. I will talk about the trade aspect in a second. Um, but having both those players, D'Angelo, somebody who has been outspokenly racist in the league, and then you and you also get Ethan Bear, a oh, I just realized a First Nations hockey player. Yeah and one who has been extremely outspoken for fighting racism in the last 5 months. He actually want and this is an important thing in the trade cuz I only just found this out in the last day or two. Ethan Bear actually wanted to leave Edmonton as well just like Larson not cuz he disliked the team but because of the pressure the media and the fans the were putting stupid on fans. him because the fans and the media were making racist comments to bear mm-hmm. because of the, a few big mistakes he made in the playoffs yeah he wasn't even that bad overall in the playoffs he just made two really crucial crucial mistakes he did um that essentially you could say cost us a series you could it's hard to say that because yeah, so it was swept. overtime games so even we got swept but it was three overtime so we could have just as easily been up three one in the series that bounces has gone another way and we played yeah. a bit better but um so it's like he didn't make the mistake. They wouldn't have scored. They may have scored anyway later in the game. Mm-hmm. And we still could have gotten swept. Um, yep. So did he, in a way, lose us a series? Yes. In another way, no, not really. He made some mistakes. Every hockey player does. Yep. But because of that, people went way too serious. Lots of racist comments from fans. A lot of pressure on him, even in the offseason. And he wanted out of Edmonton, just fresh start away from that pressure in a smaller hockey market. That's Carolina. All the Carolina fans, all they care about is the hockey side. They don't care about the players that much. They just like hockey. Enter Tony like, D'Angelo. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's good for Bear. But Bear and D'Angelo, is there going to be controversy there? D'Angelo did reach out to Bear, and they have had a conversation. This yep. came from Bear, that yep. they have had a conversation that they're on good terms. But will yep. that last?
0: Will that last? If D'Angelo can keep his crap together, and if, he's, if it really hits him that this is my last chance at professional hockey that isn't in europe somewhere yeah if that actually hits him and he's like i actually have to keep my act together then it'll be fine yeah but if that doesn't happen that's gonna
1: go south yeah and bear won't hesitate to say something if that's not happening oh no he won't so if it's even if it's happening behind closed doors we'll hear about it yep <laughs> so hopefully for the Kane's sake and for bear's sake and for d'angelo's for everyone's sake um hopefully d'angelo can keep his crap together yeah now, the trade aspect of the Bear situation. <laughs> um, at first, I was upset, but not furious. But now you're furious. Um, well, no, not really. I'm, oh. <laughs> I'm, I'm less upset now. Oh. Um, because I Bear is one of my favorite players on Edmonton, or was one of my favorite mm-hmm. players on Edmonton. I think he's a very good young defenseman who has a lot of potential. And Absolutely. I've been saying that since he got drafted. He was mm-hmm. drafted fourth round, I think. And I've been saying, this kid's going to be good, and he's going to be an NHL player. And, um... And, um... And yeah, and he turned into that, and I was excited. Mm-hmm. Um, not only that, I sent a jersey in to get customized with his name on it just like a month ago. I got it back like three weeks ago, and then he got traded three weeks later. So well Kind of stings a little bit. There were no rumors of him getting traded, and then it's just like, oh, by the way, he's gone. I don't really regret it because I still like him. I'm still glad I have the jersey. I'm yeah. not going to go get it. I'm going to get rid of him buy a new one or anything. No. I, um,
0: heard, I heard a while ago um, on Twitter, I saw an insider post. And I thought it was confirmed. Um, Bear to Montreal for um, Jake Allen.
1: That would have been a better trade than what we got. I don't think what we got was bad, but that would have been I, saw that have I got, been nice. Actually.
0: I saw that, and I saw it
1: said confirmed and everything. I'm like, whoa. Something must have fallen through. Something must have fallen through. I didn't actually see that. Uh. Um, but I, I, never. when I did hear the odd rumor Bear might go, I didn't really believe it because it made no sense. But now Gone. it makes sense <laughs> because he wanted out. Yeah. Him and Holland are on good terms. But Holland, respecting the player, allowed him to leave. Yeah. We got Warren Fogle in return, who I'm describing as a wait and see.
0: Mm-hmm. He
1: has the way he plays is a very good style of hockey. He plays very solid two way, and he drives offense in the bottom six. He's not a top. He's not top six skill. He's a third liner, but he drives offensive. Um, he drives offensive. Um. Off- offensive production. Yes, that's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. Um, so it has potential to be very, very good. And we signed him for like three or four years for only 2.75. So he signed yeah. him for cheap too. Um, so that could be really good for us. He's not going to be a superstar for us. Nope. Bear's going to be a better player than him, but he adds another depth piece to our forward depth, which is increasing greatly this off season. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. our, we've sacrificed our defense a lot this offseason, but we've really built our forward strong. And with our defensive prospects, that will pay dividends for us in two or three years when our defensive prospects become NHL defensemen. Right. And we already have built a strong, deep offense. Mm-hmm. So then we just need to get average goaltending. Yeah, to make which you still for. need to look for. Yeah. so There's rumors we might get heat open, which would be really good. Okay. That's short-term solution. Yeah, oh, of course, game.
0: yeah. Um. um yeah. That's yeah. So, we want to talk about as alluded to earlier, Jack Eichel.
1: And how Buffalo is really messing up everything. <laughs> They're screwing themselves over. <laughs> yep.
0: They really are. Like, I don't know if you all saw, but by the sounds of it, I didn't I didn't fully understand it. So, doctors messed up a diagnosis or something, and wouldn't let him go for surgery on a herniated disc in his neck or something.
1: I I don't even know if it's that. I think the team just. I'm not sure of all the details. All I know is the team does not want him to get surgery. The team won't allow him to get surgery.
0: Yeah, they they're messing up on him with his medical. He he wants decisions. a
1: replacement of a herniated disc in in his neck. Yeah, he want which is in real life is a very typical surgery, but it's never been done to an NHL hockey player before. Really? Yeah. Um. So. And it's really, it's not like it's a, a super, super risky surgery. No. It's just it would put him out for a season. Yeah. So um, Buffalo really didn't, doesn't want to do it. And they, even now that Eichel said, I'm leaving Buffalo, um, he they're still saying, nope, not allowing you to have surgery. <laughs> um, and all they're doing is making, so teams are going to be willing to offer less and less. Because yep. now it's so confirmed that Buffalo is not going to be where Jack Eichel's playing next year. Buffalo is fumbling this so bad. If they at least cooperated, then they would be able to get a return. But right now they're demanding a certain return and teams aren't giving it to them.
0: Because Buffalo is a dumpster fire of a franchise.
1: Yeah. There are teams like I think um Montreal would have had to give up Suzuki in a first and something else. Which I mean that Suzuki's a good player and first rounder is valuable and um but like Montreal wasn't even willing to give up that because everybody knows they just keep refusing these trades. Eventually, Buffalo's going to give him up. Have to give him up for a lot less. Than uh-huh. they want to. Hugh Taylor Hall Adam Larson. Mm-hmm. It's going to be another one of those trades, almost guaranteed. Yeah, where it's like, I mean, this player is okay, but you could have gotten so much more. But you know what I be say able about to get that? So much more because
0: get on it, Brad. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah, it would be Jack
1: Eichel to Calgary. There have been rumors that he might go to Edmonton, but I don't want him. No, he should not go to Edmonton. <laughs> we don't need. We already have Drysettle, Hopkins, and McDavid at center. How Hopkins good... already plays wing, and then we have McLeod and Ryan and Shore. We don't need more centermen, and we don't need more $10 million centermen. <laughs> How good would that be for the Battle of Alberta? If Eichel went to Calgary? Yes. It would be good for the Battle of Alberta. It would be good for Calgary. It would be very good. As long good for as Calgary. you guys didn't know we're paid for him. But, Johnny Gaudreau.
0: I- I'm willing to give up Monaghan um one of our highly
1: touted prospects dylan dubey and if you didn't get first if you didn't get rid of Monahan, you'd be able to play him at 2c instead of 1c yeah and then you could have eichel Monahan, backland yeah you could have backland at 3c he'd be a very good okay. 3c Monahan would be a good 2c because the complaint with Monahan isn't that he's bad it's that he's not a first line centerman. yeah so he'd be a 2c yeah. and then eichel at 1c and Regardless, Gaudreau, if, what, if my speculation, my guess, is right where you can get him for less, you might be able to get Aiko one for one for Gaudreau. Oh, I doubt that. He shouldn't be able to do that.
0: But if his
1: market value is going down so much. The, exactly. The only, re, the only reason Aiko will fetch good value is if there's a bidding war between two or three teams. Yeah. And you know what I say to what you just said there? Huh. Bye, Johnny. <laughs>
0: yeah <laughs> sorry as, as don't much, let the door hit you on the way out
1: as much as as much as Goudreau would be a good player to play with Eichel yeah he's the player that I think would need to go yep. I think center depth is too important I think it's be- it would think it would be better to trade Goudreau than on him. yeah I mean fair but yeah um notice I'm much more willing to support Calgary than he is to support Edmonton just yeah ra- random fact I don't know what to do with anything it's because
0: I think Edmonton's messing up the way they're making their hockey team
1: there's also the factor that i'm just a super super analytical person and just love the hockey part too yeah so i analyze every single team in the league much more than i need to but um we're starting to run out of time so let's we move are. on and cover these we last can... few things really quick yeah so Duncan keith to the oilers i think i love this as a flames fan i think it's not a it, it's another wait and see keith was playing played like 36 minutes a game last year which is too much for 38 year old defenseman or what 36 or whatever he is the contract's bad the contract is bad i'm not denying i'm not saying the player is i'm saying the contract is um i can swallow the contract i do wish that especially with us giving up a third round pick with jones that we that they retain salary or that we made or that there was a third team involved so that another team could retain salary. Yeah. I don't think Edmonton should have been taking on the full salary with our cap situation. I think that part is dumb. But Oilers don't have, did not have any playoff experience, essentially, before this season. And this is why we folded in the playoffs. We've now gotten Duncan Keith, Cody CeCe. Who's a, that's a bit of a questionable contract as far as term too. Yep. We we didn't talk about it. The money's okay, but the term might be long. It was below four million. It was, so we didn't I think talk it was like it. three point five for four years. Um, okay, but um, but yeah, we got Keith um, Fogle. Even though he's only like twenty six and only been playing for four years, actually has more playoff experience than all but I think five Oilers players. Zach
0: Hyman. Oh wait, never mind. He um, goes first round exit last year. Yes,
1: but he does have playoff experience. Yeah. I just had to yes. clown on the leafs. Yes. Yeah. Another leaf's jab there. Mm-hmm. Um never been past the first round, but <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's so we do we are getting playoff experience which is good. And Keith, I don't think he's washed.
0: No, I don't think he's washed. So, it's just a bad contract. And he'll
1: be second line. Def- he'll be second line. He won't be top. Nurse will be our number first our first line left left defenseman. Yeah. So his ice time reduced, I wonder how good he's going to be. Yeah, I don't know how be. good he's going to be. If he can be a good defenseman, I'm willing to pay him 5.5 or whatever he's has been paid for this year and next year. It's the years after that uh-huh. that I'll be like. <laughs> that hurts. after that, Koskinen will be gone. This is the last season of Koskinen. Whether we trade him before the season starts or we play the season. Or this buy last him out. Year. I don't think we'll buy him out anymore. Yeah,
0: but yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah. That's that. That's about wait. That really. Wait and see. Wait and see. Contract
1: isn't good, but the player still is. I think. Uh
0: huh. Um. Pekarene, end of an era.
1: Yeah. Sad face. Sad. I, Rene was one of my favorite players. Your brother said probably. Yeah. My brother's a Predators fan. Actually, I don't think he knows yet. <laughs> what? <laughs> what a what a good Predators fan he is. Yeah, he's very much. Uh, if I have to choose a team, I choose the Predators, and um. Otherwise, I don't really pay attention. He doesn't pay much attention. No. He likes to play it more he, than watch it. Yeah, he likes to play hockey more than watch it. He'll watch in the playoffs, but...
0: Yeah. End of an era. Amazing goalie throughout his career. Yeah. And that's about that. I mean, what are they going to do for a goalie now? We'll see. Yeah. Not really much else to say about that, unless you have anything to add. No. And I never known if I'm saying this guy's last name right, but David Kragi? Craigie, yeah. Kragi. Leaving the NHL for the Czech Republic, this I didn't surprised me. I did
1: not see that coming. Yeah, I did actually, anyone? Probably he did. He, yeah, <laughs> he might have, and I think Boston might have too. Yeah, but um, I, I didn't even realize he was a free agent until a week and a half ago. Yeah, I was just looking at, or not even a week and a half. Um, I was just looking at a list of top remaining free agents after the first couple of days, and I was like, David Krejci's on here. I was like, Oh, Edmonton, you should make a call. And was, then I realized where our center situation was. At. I was like, Ah, never mind. Never mind. Know. But um. But yeah, he went to Czech Republic, which it's his home country. It well, makes yeah. sense. He's won a cup, he's had a long career. Good for he's him. He's had he's had a few injury problems. He's not old. Like he's only like 33, 34. But all I have to say is good for him. Yeah.
0: He had a good career. Going back home, playing hockey, doing what he loves, won a cup, had nothing
1: left to prove. Yeah. And there's no controversy around nope. it. It's Yeah. Right. Good I for have him. Zero issues with it. Exactly. Um and w- one thing I want to talk about really quick. Yeah. Canucks Coyotes trade. Um, Didn't we already talk about that? No. I I mentioned it really br- briefly. Oh okay. Um, the Canucks. Oh, you got, said you were going to talk about yeah. this later. Canucks got Connor Garland, who I like. I said earlier, one of the most underrated players in the league, in my opinion, and Oliver Ekman Larson, who, yes, he had a terrible year last year. I still think he's going to produce very well next year. Another offensive defenseman, not amazing defensively, but um, last year he was faced with um being the captain of Arizona. Um so added pressure there. I can't remember if it was last year or the year before he was given that. Um but then yeah, also I can't remember. um I can't remember if his mom it was somebody close to him also passed away. Okay. At the same time. So it was like big life a change and being put the pressure of captain on you in a COVID year. <laughs> so yeah. it's like on a team that is very much was a French playoff team last year and will not be a playoff team this year. No. Um, not unless something really weird happens, or Tortorello starts coaching them or something. But he won't be because he's he's a
0: TSN analyst yeah, now.
1: Um, as of today. So, um, yeah, it's just a lot, a lot of pressure, and so I think he'll actually do well for Vancouver. So I think very good trade for Vancouver. I think it's also a good trade for Arizona though because they got rid of a lot of uh, Vancouver. I'm sorry, Vancouver, good trade for Vancouver. A good trade for arizona as well because oh I, i'm gonna start that sentence over you should another good trade for vancouver because they got rid of a lot of cap right I'll that's who got white rid of the white cap. a good trade for vancouver um because they got rid of if you can find it wrong post
0: wrong chat <laughs>
1: There it is. yep uh, you'll be able to
0: find it in there
1: um this was the there it is they got rid of a ninth, the ninth overall pick, so that was a lot. But I actually, I know a Canucks fan, a few Canucks fans really well, and apparently there was nobody the Canucks really interested at that point anyway. So um, they got rid of that. Um, they got rid of a second rounder um, next year and a seventh rounder in two years, so nothing. Nothing. Um, but then they also got rid of Jay Beagle, which I'll talk about in a second. Um, he's making, like, this is last year of his contract, and he's making, like, either three and a half or four million dollars. Louis Erickson. Everybody knows how bad his contract yep. is, but this is the last year of his contract, I believe. It's the last or second last. Um, and Antoine Roussel, last year of his contract, but also bad contract. Mm-hmm. And he's making three or four. So they got her three terrible contracts. Um and they got rid of a ninth overall pick, which is a lot, but they didn't really want anybody anyway, and a second round pick. Yeah. Which whoop-de-doo. And they got Connor Garland, arguably one of the best underrated top six wingers in the league. And um, Oliver Eckman Larson, a player who had a down year last year, but is has been has at, at, at top star caliber top five NHL defenseman at times in his career. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> and on a team that struggles with good defensemen. Yeah, um, Now, good for Arizona, they're finally just committing to the rebuild. Yeah, and these are bad contracts, but they have cap space, and these are all and one year contracts. And they actually acquired over the course of the offseason, they've acquired, I think, five or six terrible contracts like this. All one year deals or two year deals left, Mm -hmm. if our term left. And then they'll be expired. But they've also acquired, like, I think two firsts, four or five seconds, and a third, as well as some fifths and sixths and sevenths in there, something like that. Um, So they've acquired a ton of picks. So they finally went full in on the rebuild, which I think is very good for the team. Fun fact, Jay Beagle. I know Jay Beagle. Um, he um, he taught at a hockey camp that I help at, um, or went to as a camper and now help at. Um, so I don't know him super well, but I kind of know him. Um, and he actually found out about this trade at hockey camp. He didn't find out from the team either because he was teaching the younger group of kids that we had. Um, when the trade happened and then when the older group came on right after they had got notifications on their phone off the ice so when they got onto the ice the kids at the hockey camp that I held at I actually wasn't there this week but um, I normally would have been Um, the kids at the hockey camp I held at are actually the ones that notified Jay Beagle of the trade (laughs) because the team didn't the team had contacted him but he didn't have his phone on him so um, (laughs) so he actually found out from kids that I know (laughs) so (laughs) That's cool. Random fun fact. Also, fun fact: Jay Beagle taught me how to take faceoffs, and he's like a one of the third, like the third best faceoff guy in the league, or top top five yeah. in the league quite regularly. Yeah. So, and I learned to take faceoffs from him. I was so
0: you're basically an NHL. Point oh yeah, at this practically point. yeah.
1: Yeah, I may as well be. Yeah, y- you would have made the NHL if you hadn't blown out your knee Hit in me kindergarten. Up. Yeah, exactly. Hit me up at Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, or my ankle in January, but. That's referring to what you said. I destroyed yeah. my ankle in January. And his knee in yeah. kindergarten. Yeah. yeah, but not actually. That part, <laughs> not actually. That part's a lie. Stop lying. But Yeah. Anything else you wanted to discuss or is that it? Um, Random Olympics note. Penny Alexiak, Jamie Alexiak, new Seattle Kraken defenseman, is the most decorated Canadian Olympian all time. She is. Yeah. So not super hockey related because, but it's a hockey player. Moderately brother. hockey related.
0: Sports and yeah. That,
1: yeah. And random fun hockey fact for the week. Um before we close, we am gonna read this from uh, uh wheelhouse hockey. I think this was posted on Twitter or something. I don't know where it was posted. Facebook. Facebook, okay. Um The great Bobby Orr was born during Gordy Howe's second NHL season. So Bobby Orr born during Howe's second season. By the time Gordy Howe retired Bobby orr was already in the Hall of Fame <laughs> so Bobby orr was born retired and inducted into the Hall of Fame all during Gordy Howe's NHL career born
0: <laughs> started his career had a great career ended his career a few years after his career I don't know when he was inducted how many years either. after but then inducted to the Hall of Fame and how was still playing
1: yep <laughs> and then, that, that and then how retired how retired sometime soon after yeah but still how (laughs) how how Uh Uh funny Uh funny funny and on that
0: bombshell we will end the episode thank you for listening sorry for the not being here um but uh we're back now um i'm not sure how permanently we're back as far as consistency but we'll continue recording we didn't die go follow us on instagram at dump and chase pod um, if we see more of you over there, we'll start posting updates in the future. If we can't make an episode, we'll post there. Yeah. Um. In the future, we'll start to make like a Twitter and whatever. But for now, a Twitter profile rather. Um. But for now, it'll all be on Instagram. So go follow us at Dump and Chase Pod. Um. Please download this episode because, like I always say, podcast analytics suck. Um. That way we can see that you're actually engaging with our content and give us a follow if you don't mind wherever you wherever you listen to this podcast. So. Thank you for listening, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one.